0: Grace mercy and peace be yours in the name of God the Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated The section of scripture which will serve as a basis for the sermon today is the gospel lesson read earlier from mark 13 where the disciples said to Jesus Look teacher what massive stones what magnificent buildings Dear friends in Christ What is really important in life i say that to you today because today is november 14th and that means that we are just over a month and a week until christmas in fact you could say we are 41 days till christmas but that's not how you say it the way you say it is there are 41 shopping days until christmas Which means that already, and then ever more so, for the next many weeks, we are going to be told what is really important in life. All the things that you need. You must have this, you must have that. Your spouse or child must have this, they must have that. In order to be happy, in order for all things to be right. And yet, very often come Just a few days later, maybe not even until the new year, there is a lesson that we never seem to learn. All that stuff, the shine of it, the allure, it fades and it is ever so quickly discarded. And no matter how important we are told that that stuff is, it never really is. Because nothing in this world will last. I want you to keep that thought in mind today because as i mentioned our lesson for today is scripture from scripture is mark chapter 13 and there we find jesus in the capital city of jerusalem and he's with his disciples at that time and where we find them is at the greatest structure that really the people and most of them had ever seen they were at the temple of the lord and i mean to tell you, if you don't know about it, the temple was an architectural marvel of the day. There were stones there weighing up to 40 tons. They were hand cut from limestone and brought there. There was marble, actual marble surrounding the courtyard. There were columns that were crowned with gold. The disciples were there. And they were just having this moment where they were just looking at the temple and they were in awe. So much so that they actually said to Jesus, with exclamation points, you may have noticed in the text, Look, teacher, look at that. He said, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. It was tourist time in the big city, you understand. These were the country fishermen. They were in the big city. I kind of picture Peter taking selfies with a temple in the background. James at the souvenir shop buying the I Love Jerusalem t-shirt. You know, he's getting all these things together. You have to understand, this was probably the most magnificent thing these gentlemen had ever seen. In all honesty, this is the greatest thing they had ever seen. These stones would last forever they were a mark of permanence it was guaranteed and it was awesome look what human hands had made all right so what happens they say to jesus look look at that wow it's just awesome and jesus then says to them do you see all of that And they're kind of like yes we're directing you to look at it but he says to them this is very important in the text do you see it And what he means is, do you see it rightly? Because he's looking at that same absolutely awesome temple. The greatest thing that they had ever seen. And he looks and he says, do you see it? And it follows up by by saying, it's all coming down. Every single stone is going to be turned over. Remember 40 ton stones? Every single one. Do you see it? It's going to be a pile of rubble. It's going to be absolutely nothing. The shock. The beloved temple. The pride and glory of the nation and its people. The unshakable sturdiness. The apparent permanence. It's all coming down. The disciples at that moment, you see, were focused on human achievement. And what happened is that Jesus, with those words absolutely sobered them he absolutely got their attention and he probably got our attention as well he took James away from the souvenir stand and he said you need to see something else and what he's actually pointing to is looking at the same thing but with the perspective of the end times and the perspective of eternity according to the book of Peter 2nd Peter chapter 3 the end will come And then what happens? Hear these words. Peter wrote, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire. And the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Somehow I don't see that verse in a Christmas song this year or anything like that. It's not going to be in a commercial. But yet we need that perspective. Because in light of that verse, we look at things from an eternal perspective. What really is important in life? What really matters? What is it that actually lasts? If it's not the shiny temple and all of those large stones, then what could possibly last? Well, I would suggest today that Jesus is going to point us to just that. In fact, there is a great irony in our text. Maybe you've noticed it. While the disciples were fawning over the greatest human achievement they could imagine, right next to them was one who could give to them all of the things that money can't buy. The most important things. Forgiveness, peace, eternal life, grace, right there in the flesh, right next to them. In fact, Jesus spoke of himself as being, wouldn't you know, the temple. He actually spoke of himself and said, One greater than the temple is here, right next to you. He would speak of his death and his resurrection, and he would say, tear down this temple, meaning his body, and I will rebuild it in three days, speaking of the fact that he would burst forth from the tomb, and he was walking right next to them, but where were their eyes? Do you see the irony? On the one side, they have the temple. Everything people did. The greatest thing that people ever did was right there. And they're looking at it, and they're like, wow. And they're saying to Jesus over here, you've got to see this. But all the while, who's over here? The temple. God with them. God for them. The God of all love was right next to them. The one who could give them and would die to give them eternal life. The one who rose again from the dead. The one who brings peace and joy through life. Indeed, you have Jesus right there. But where are they looking? Wow, that's really shiny. Ooh, big stone. Neato. Jesus is right there. And so he was moving their attention from the false guarantees of this world to the certainty of all the promises we find in him. From the temple by which they were marveling at the works of man to the temple who is the Lord himself who came to reach down and save sinners. From the temple that was doomed to destruction to the temple that would last forever and the temple that says to all of us you will not perish but have eternal life through faith in him. From stones that would be thrown down to the stone of whom it is written of Jesus this stone that has been rejected shall be the cornerstone. That means the foundation the first stone for your very life by which you stand and stand firm through every season of life. Through pandemics, through cultural insanity, through crises of family or health, we stand on that stone with the living temple that is Jesus Christ. Which brings me to this. I mentioned at the beginning, it's 41 shopping days until Christmas. But what's really important where's our perspective is it on the shiny things or the eternal things now understand that I'm not opposed to shopping and gifts I've got a couple ideas for myself specifically Super Bowl tickets I'd really like those I mean nothing too big Um, I even think I have a chance so anyhow but where is our focus you see I can't be against shopping all the way Because I know that Christmas is when God came to do some shopping. He did. He sent his one and only son and he had his eyes on something. You know what he had his eyes on? You. And he came to make a purchase. Not with useless gold or silver, but he shed his holy precious blood to purchase us. It is to redeem us away from sin and death that we may be his own and have the gift of life he came to do some shopping and if we understand that not only is our understanding and perspective changed, but then we also have a message don't we well all the world is going to be saying wow look at all that stuff we're the people that get to go out into the world and saying, whoa look You've got to see this. I have the most important and most awesome thing to show you. And his name is Jesus. He's the one that can give you a real treasure. By which you last. By which you live forever. Which brings me to my final thing to say. As you heard at the beginning, it's Love and Thanksgiving month at Zion. And I'm very happy, and I hope you are too, to be a friend and a partner with Love Inc. here in town. It's a partnership that is one of the ways that we focus on others that they would be loved and live. You understand that if Jesus looks at people and says, wow, there's the treasure to live unto eternal life, then that should be in our heart as well. There are a lot of folks that for one reason or another, faced challenges and problems that a lot of us, I don't think, have had to face. I'll simply make a one-sentence comment upon my upbringing for you here. One sentence. I was raised by parents who loved me, provided for me, had me baptized, and taught me about Jesus. For all the things I could say about my upbringing, I'll just say that. And that has far-reaching blessings. But there's a lot of folks who don't have that or perhaps they do but have taken a wrong turn by their own poor choices regardless some folks we know end up in a tough place and while we're looking sometimes at the shiny things Jesus would have us instead look at people I was really happy I didn't know about the laundromat situation till deal actually mentioned it this morning Wow Some people really have some struggles there. Six dollars a load? Seriously? I had no idea. But here's the point. If they're at Love, Inc., it means that we have an opportunity to show God's love and grace to them, the very love and grace by which we have life eternal. So now is our time to look at our bulletins and see what's going on, volunteering our time, gathering items not giving people something that won't last but understand it's an expression of love because very often the greatest poverty is the poverty of love and we do it ink that is in the name of christ that we're saying look hey we have something awesome to share we have something great you got to look over here you got to look over here God loves you and is with you. his name is Jesus. We give ourselves to serve and give to things, give people things that are eternal. Because what is really important in life? His name is Jesus. And so in his name, amen. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, watch and guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.